Welcome to The False Dragons. This is a spoiler-free podcast for the book series The Wheel of Time, written by Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson. Join us as we, your hosts, Alid, Mike, and Andrew, explore this amazing series for the first time. We hope you will join us on this journey. I can hear it's the best time of the week. What's that? Podcast time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you not look forward to this all week? Um, yeah, go on, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. I always forget. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, Friday, I finish early, have a beer. Yeah. And then after. And then you're like, oh shit, they're going to talk to me. Mm. Damn it. I'm gonna no you need to be closer to your to mic use, as well. I'm going to have to use my brain and remember things yeah. and make deductions and That's insightful what, comments and shit. Is for. He, he's like a glossary for everything. Yeah. He's an encyclopedia. Facts. Yeah. Facts. It's, all that, it's all like chess. Yeah. He plays. He's three moves ahead of us. <laughs> Only three. That's only like a magus or whatever. <laughs> He's grand magus. The grand magus, maybe. <laughs> Tonight you'll be grand magus. With your two bottles of wine and... Yeah. Pork. No wife. Packet of crisps. Yeah, mate. Heaven. Sweet and sour pork. He's, he's going to make a bussy out of that packet of crisps when he's done. <laughs> Don't know where. Put, put some wet sponges in there. Some, some tape. You know me too well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Chapter 31. Chapter 31. Oh, whoops, I went to 32. Play for your supper. Dance, monkey, dance. Yeah. Do you want to ask a question? I just want, nah. to, just want to look at me. I just want to look at you. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so, in, so, introductory so, thoughts on the chapter? Introductory thoughts on the chapter. Um, do, why do I always have to lead the podcast? Because with you're you, to begin with. you're like our little experiment. I know, but like I have to be prodded. You know, oh. I can't just leap in there with the, okay with the insightful comments because then the whole point of this podcast is that I'm fresh meat. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't. I'm just reading it. I'm just along for the ride. Yeah. Right. And you guys have got to make me think and go, well, what did you think to this and that and this and that, right? The only thing I can really remember about this chapter is this image in my mind about them hiding behind bushes and poking their head through holes. Yes. And that's my favorite bit about this chapter <laughs> is that is that as soon as they're on their own, yeah. they, they are reduced to sleeping in the mud yeah. on the side of the road. Yeah. Like, Moraine's gone. Like land's gone, the women are gone. It's like, it's like now you're on your own. Like fly. And all they know, is, leave the nest. All they know is is how they used to play hide and seek back at yeah, back at the two Amon's field, right? Yeah. The two rivers. And it's like sleeping in a ditch yeah. on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that's great. Yeah. They just completely collapsed. Yeah. Yeah. Useless. I love that. Useless. Hmm. Absolutely useless. Mm. All right. Good podcast. Yep. See you next week. We've done that joke several times. I think we do that every week. Oh, we do. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that's how highbrow our entertainment is. Yeah. Yeah.
well, you know, when, when we have a formula that works, we <laughs> stick to it. <laughs> 50 people can't be wrong. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so they're struggling, basically. Yeah. Uh, Matt seems to be becoming more paranoid by the day. Yeah, I like his a description of him as a as a badger. I think he's described as a badger like three times in this chapter. Yeah, a cornered badger. Oh, I think that's the, actually the next chapter, but it's a, it's a good description nonetheless. I'm pretty sure it's in this one. Well, maybe. Who cares? It's a good description either way. Yeah, okay. Mm. Maybe Robert cared. Because um, he wrote it. Yeah, probably he did. He's but a badger. Uh, he probably thought that was a, an amazing description. That's why he put it in three times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, here, here, here. I've got it. One of them casually swung his eyes towards the hedge as he went by the opening and ran bared an inch of his sword. Matt snarled silently like a cornered badger, squinting <laughs> above his scarf. His hand was under his coat. He always clutched the dagger from Shadar Legoff when there was danger. Rand was no longer sure if it was to protect himself or to protect the ruby-hilted dagger. Well, you've done me there. Yeah. So... Absolutely Apologies done. Apologies are in order, I believe. Yep. You will get them. Yeah. Written. I'll write, if you want me to write you an apology, I will write you an apology. On the, on the whiteboard. Yeah. Ten times. Uh, after school. <clears throat> so, we learn a couple of things there. In, yep. In that quote that I just read. Yep, go on, tell me what, what we learned. Um... Well, both of them were on edge, right? Well, they just saw... They saw, just saw their friend... They just saw Thom get, get decimated. Tetsuoed. Yeah. Or Akira'd. Yeah. Um, and uh, the other one is that um, this, this dagger is having the attention brought to it. Again, yeah. somewhat uh, feels like it's one of those um, MacGuffins that is being prepared. Yeah. And there's a lot of um, talk about it. Uh, so at some point it's going to become a th a th relevant to yeah. the plot here. Yeah. Somewhat like the Lord of the Seven Towers. The, oh, you mean the last Lord of the, the Seven Towers? The last Lord of the Seven Towers. Yeah. Not the, not the six towers, not no, the eight no. towers. No, seven. Not the first lord. No, the, the last. last. And um, we see Matt pawning over his dagger, mm. clutching his dagger. Mm. My precious. Yeah. Um, pretty much several times in the next two chapters. Yeah, he loves that dagger. Mm. <clears throat> So they keep looking back, hoping to see Tom, Marilyn. Yeah. And they do not. They also get little kindness, it says. Yeah. So they get these little um, scarves to wrap around their little faces. I like that. 
and when he way talked about that mm. it was something along the lines of like you know he, there were there were he could count the amount of times on one hand that it's a kind act had been yeah yeah I've been given to them yeah they're like uh, he treasured the scarf yeah I like that it's like somebody was nice to me which um is a bit I don't know I mean these people don't seem that f- far f- from where they th- started yeah yeah they seem well, like they still, they still seem like country folk yeah. Right? But well, they, I think Kaelin more is the, hardened, right? Kaelin's the biggest city in the area. Yeah. So they're just going through. But maybe Berlin is a little bit bigger than these. Well, Berlin's probably quite big. But they're just traveling through little villages and farms, really. Yeah. So, yeah, I imagine. I mean, as the crow flies, they're probably like a day mm. from where they started. Mm. Don't sound like they've gone very far no. at all. Yeah. Maybe further because they went down river. Yeah. Did these go down the river? I don't remember. Yes, they they yeah, they they did go down the river, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Oh to Whitebridge. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're a little bit further, but they're still in, in Andor, which is like their country. Yes. So Camelin is the capital of Andor. So they haven't left their country yet. Yeah. It seems quite a busy road, right? Well it's the Camelin Road, I mm. guess. Whitebridge Which to... is like the main trade route. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's say there's a lot of traffic, a couple of villages. Um, I mean, they're, they're, they're so near home that even the villages they pass through, like Rand thinks, oh, it could be home. Yeah. Looks almost like home. But it ain't. Yeah. It ain't home, mate. You're not in Kansas anymore. I like that little pull. He felt that twinge. Mm. He wanted to stay. Yeah. He wanted it all to be a dream. Yep. And just go back to his old life, right? But then I think you know, you he noticed that. their hair was unbraided and slags. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stare around these loose women. <laughs> yeah, they'll corrupt you. Yeah. Mm. I like this thought that he had. So... Matt was tugging on his sleeve to pull him out of this village. I don't think it says which village it was. It just said, like, a the village. The first village after yeah. Whitebridge, yeah. And he says, so much like home, but you'll never see that again, will you? Mm. So he's kind of got this rather... Because in the beginning, they were like, oh, we'll be gone a couple of months, and then we'll just go home. Yeah. But now he seems to be thinking, never again. Never again, never again will he see home. And and maybe it's true, right? Because maybe he'll change so much that if he does eventually go home, will he even be the same person? Mm. Right? Can you see your home through different eyes and yeah. still be the same home? Yeah, I think there's a little there's a little bit there as well that you've you've you, you've missed, um, which is really telling. Yeah. Um, and you can take it a couple of ways. Yeah. Um, so when he's, when he's thinking about home and Tam and daddy, um, he's like, 
he's, he's thinking those things about that. And then he says, he hunched his shoulders against taunting laughter in his head. You might as well stop, the voice snickered. One place is good as another when you aren't from anywhere and the dark one has you marked. Mm. And I think you can take that as his self-doubt. Yeah. Or you can take that as someone else in his head. Yeah. And we know that that's something that the Dark One seems to be able to do, mm -hmm. right? I mean, he can do like, it in your dreams. Yeah. Maybe, you know, what's to stop him just getting into your thoughts, right? Yeah. It feels like... Do so you think that, that sort of sense of paranoia... I think that's the taint. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is what drives men, men, men. crazy. Yep. So you think that's actually kind of like the dark one, like sort of poking into your sanity a little bit, like going, "Yeah, you're you're you may as well you may as well just come to me, you know. Yeah, you're, you're already mine. Blah 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 blah. You know. Yeah. And then just getting them to stop, right? Like one place is as good as another. Yeah. You may as well just stop here. Yeah. So then, if you don't move, it's easier for him to find you. Yeah. So he's just kind of like invading your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Surreptitiously planting yeah. them, right? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Mm. Yeah, he's pretty evil. Mm. Yeah. Mm, good, good catch. Thanks. Yeah. So, they do a little bit of <clears throat> work, I guess, along the way. Yeah, so they start working for food and board, right? Oh, well, sorry, just before that, Rand mentions they should sell the dagger. Yeah. Yeah. Matt doesn't like that idea. Well, you should sell your sword. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, he does come around with a very good point. He grasps. Do you think he does? And he finds something which is actually relevant. Yeah, I think which is that uh, who the fuck is going to buy a ruby yeah. in the middle of the, yeah in this place, right? I, I mean, I would have probably sold Tom's crap if it was me. Yeah, Tom's Tom's bundled cloak, uh, his harp, his um, his flute. Yeah, I'd have got rid of that shit straight away. Yeah, well, you would have been fucked in the next chapter. That's true. Yeah, I. <laughs> Here was me taking the piss out of them yeah. at the beginning, yeah. and now I've done myself. Yeah. You'd never make it to Camelon, mate. No, You'd I would be dead in a bush. I would be. I'd be raped by the farmers. The dark one's taint will be all over you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably just go to the dark one. <laughs> the dark one would just be rubbing his taint. Be like, in my dreams, you're making good points, mate. Yeah. Making good points. All yeah. right, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, never liked rats anyway. Mm. Yeah, I just go who whoever seems more, m most powerful. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, this dark one's he's really you know he's got a good sales pitch. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the guys aren't eating anything. Well, I mean, they're getting a little bit of food yeah. from the farmers, maybe, and they're I like this. Um, they're good wives. Yeah. Is that an actual expression? Is that something that... I feel like I've heard that term before, good wife. Isn't it a TV but, show? I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a TV show. I don't watch TV. I think it, I think it does mean something, but... 
Maybe it's oldie timey. Yeah, it sounds oldie timey. Mm. Yeah. Comment. Get someone to comment it. Tell us, teachers. Yeah, we if could you can Google ex- it. We could Wikipedia it, but, but no. no, we want you to do the work yeah, for us. Yeah. So, so if you could tell us what a good you're, work you're is. already sat at a computer, right, listening to this, so you can just. Google yeah, it. it's a lot less work for you than mm. it is for me. Yeah. So please, tell tell us what a good wife is. Uh, then Matt tells him tell his sword. His heron mark sword. And he's, my daddy gave me it. Yeah, he's like, I wouldn't ask you to sell something your dad gave you. I have to say, this chapter is a lot of repeating shit, to be honest. It's cementing. Cementing, the... yes. Yeah. Matt's Matt's uh, addiction to his, his, dagger. his dagger and yep. Rand's daddy. Yep. Well, the, the daddy thing mm. gets old pretty quick. But it's not already. Yeah, well, I mean, pretty yeah. quick, yeah. Yeah. By like chapter five, yeah. Like, yeah, okay, we get it, we get it. Yeah, you, you, Tam's not your father. You're what you're. Bit is, worried is, about is, it. is there a resolution to that further down in the books? Um, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Good. Yeah, like he doesn't bitch about it more than I would say. How this many? Book. How many? Okay, so how many? How many books do I have to keep reading while he's? I would say pretty much this one. Okay. Is I mean. This is where he's been wrenched from his yeah. comfy home life. And he's like, you know, just everything is a whirlwind, right? Yeah. After he started this book, I guess he gets a little bit more settled. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. Yeah. And this can, is just the book where everything's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And he can deal with the fact that he's adopted. Yeah. I wouldn't even say he's adopted. Stolen, more Stolen. like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I like the images of them like going to farms um, and getting dogs set on them. I think yeah, that's yeah, quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Like Matt like tries tries his hand at stealing eggs, and then they just get chased for two miles up a tree. Yeah, um, by some dogs, and then uh, <laughs> they uh, they're sleeping in haystacks, which initially sounded quite cozy, but then I know how sensitive my skin is. And like yeah, I, it, it, to it, me, it sounds itchy. scratchy. Yeah, mm. itchy. Yeah. yeah, but the initial idea, I thought, oh, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And then there's that guy who stitched them up. Yeah, it, it's it's. Which I, I. It doesn't sound like a very lot of trustful people, right? No. So everyone's on edge. Yeah. Like it isn't just there's, them. There's definitely this air of something's coming. Yeah. Right. Yes. No one's no one's trusting anyone. And well, I don't know if you remember, but right at the beginning of the book, it was mentioning that winter was winter, lasting yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's sort of hinted at it a little bit where it says like leafless trees and mm. all that kind of stuff. So spring hasn't even set in yet, which it should have done by now. Yeah. So everyone's kind of like struggling. Yeah, yeah. I guess they kind of have that feeling that like something isn't right, yeah. but yet nobody can quite put their finger on what. Yeah, yeah. So, do we? Uh, when there's talk about winter and spring and that, right? Yeah. Is it supposed to be like a real world cycle of the seasons? Yeah. So, like, they wouldn't have a harvest and stuff like that, right? In winter. 
they would have had the harvest in autumn and then yes. it would have had to have lasted them for I guess the so, depending on what the crops are, yeah. I suppose. Yes. Yeah. But um, I think it mentions that they're supposed to be doing their planting mm. by now, but that the, 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 the soil and stuff is still too hard. Mm. Yeah. Or they're planted, but things haven't come up. Yeah. There was something about that. So it's a, yes, it's a very sort of standard um, cycle, and, cycle and patterns and, not, and that kind not of thing. Not a George R. R. Martin winter's been going on for 20 years kind of thing. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. Um, there's even a chapter at the beginning of my book called Ravens, which is a chapter that um, I don't think it's inserted. It wasn't in the original books. And it's them as kids. Um, and they're doing like this harvest time festival mm. and they're shearing sheep and setting up um, all this stuff ready for the merchants to come in. Yeah. But it's life before everything changes. Yeah. So it's a normal weather pattern and they're doing all the harvesting and all the kids are helping out and that kind of thing. So oh, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a normal yearly yeah you know agricultural cycle yeah as as we would understand it yeah <laughs> so they okay then they get to uh grinwell's farm master grinwell yeah griswold no grinwell 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 and his wife they had nine children yeah as you do well you've got to pass the time somehow no tv exactly it's winter yeah gotta keep warm Got to have a cuddle. Yeah. Uh, the eldest, a daughter, not more than a year younger than Rand and Matt. Master Grinner was a sturdy man. With his children, he probably had no need of more help. But he looked them up and down, taking in their travel-stained clothes and dusty boots, and allowed as he could always find work for more hands. Yeah. Now, these guys sound like really nice people. For now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they turn out to be quite nice people. Oh, these are nice ones. No, no, no. You're thinking of the guy who, like, stitched them up and, like, oh, made yeah. them muck out. I mean, we, we kind of skipped past that because there wasn't a whole lot really there. Yeah. Apart from him just... I mean, I was a bit annoyed stealing their labour. Yeah. And then being like, my sons are coming. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that dishonesty. Yeah, all right, Grinwell, Grinwell. Yeah. I mean, my main takeaway from this whole thing was that uh it was kind of ironic that Oh, yeah. Um there's a, there's a there's a line where here this I thought this was uh, I'm gonna, I can't believe I'm saying this. I thought this was brilliant. This is my... High this praise is, this indeed. Is, this is probably my favourite part of the book so far. Go on, go on. Um, when, when the girl's given him the eye, he's yeah. like, Perrin would know how to handle this, he thought. He'd make some offhand comment and pretty soon she'd be laughing at his jokes instead of mooning around where her father can see. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that the, the the previous chapters where Perrin's been like totally, yeah, 
<laughs> totally like just unable to handle these girls. Yes. I'm thinking, if only Matt <laughs> and Rand were here, they'd know what to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now the tables are turned and they're like, Perrin would know what to do. <laughs> yeah, right? It's obvious none of them have any clue how yes. to handle girls. Yeah. Right? Yes. Now, I would say, out of all of the girls that we've met, uh, this girl, yeah, I'm going to call her Elsie, yeah, because I'm assuming that's supposed to be how it's pronounced, Elsie Grinwell, yeah, she sounds like a dangerous girl to yeah. me. Yeah, she knows what she wants. Yeah, yeah, she and is lanky. She's thirsty. Yeah, right. And she is a girl that would get you in a lot of trouble very quickly. I mean, I feel like Rand missed an opportunity here. Like. Oh, right. For what? For some clunge. <laughs> like, he like, could have got some good life experience here. Yeah. I mean, or what was he risking? A chasing out of town? You know? Oh, I mean, I don't know. It could have. Master Grinwell, they described as a sturdy man. Well, yeah, but I mean, come on, they got Matt's dagger, they got a Heron Mark sword. Are you going to sleep with the guy's eldest daughter and then murder him? It's her choice. Right? Yes, if that's she, true. If she wants to go and sleep with the help, then yeah. it's her choice, right? That's a very progressive attitude of yeah, you. Well, it should be. Yeah, it should be her choice. Um, but, well, okay. They're not taking advantage of her, right? Oh, definitely not no. taking advantage of her. No. She is a girl who knows exactly what she wants. Yeah. Um, and I think she would probably take both of them without much trouble. But this is the weird thing. So... We know Rand and Matt and Perrin are about 20. Yeah. Round about. 19, 21, something like that. They describe her as like a year younger. So she's like 18. Yeah. Right? Now, in this sort of time that this book is set, mm. you would think that 18 would be full adult. Yeah. People would be getting Full married grown, off at married 15, off. 16. Exactly. Yeah. Right? But yet, in this situation, Miss, Mistress Grinwell is sort of treating her like a, a child. Like yeah. 13. Yes. You know? So and I found a little bit of... So um, maybe these are your assumptions, though. What do you mean? Well, you've assumed that Matt and Rand... And Perrin are nineteen, twenty, based on their description as coming into adulthood. Mm -hmm. But if their definition of adulthood is sixteen, yes. But I've also based it off the timeline of the story. Right. And years hasn't passed since they left. No, but I can't really tell you much without spoiling mm. it. But yeah. I know a little bit more about how to identify their exact age. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's, there's talk about how many years it's been since they've born. Yeah. In order for the prophecy thing. 
Yeah, you, yeah. General, generally speaking, mm. yeah. There's there's more information later on about okay. how to how to date their age. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there are about twenty. Yeah. Which would make her about nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It does so, seem a bit weird then. Yeah. Overly protective. So it just struck me, and it may be that you know, Mistress Grinroll and Master Grinroll are just lovely, protective people, and so. Elsie hasn't really grown up, you know. Maybe, but they're not protecting her. No, it sounds to me like they're protecting Rand. Yeah. Because they knew that Elsie would eat, eat him alive. Yeah. She fucks all the boys that come through the farm. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we won't get no work out of them tomorrow if Elsie's had them. Yeah. They won't be able to stand up tomorrow. Yeah. Their legs will be weak. There'll be no lifting hay bales. Yeah. Hmm. But at least they'll have another farmhand in nine months. Yeah, true. Maybe that's why they've got nine children. They're yeah. actually all Elsie's. Yeah. They've just been taking them on. Yeah. So, yeah, just that 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 sort of stood, I mean, stood out to me a little bit as a bit um, of maybe, an inconsistency. Maybe it's, maybe it's a Robbie Jordan plot hole. Oh, do you think Robbie? I don't think Robbie Jordan has plot holes. Mm -hmm. Do you, no? think, do you think every single element is planned? Do you think there's no way that there could be any inconsistencies because it's all In artistically the... savant <laughs> planned? Yeah. Every word. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so I don't think you could write 15, 20 books and not have... Some inconsistencies. Oh, uh, yeah. No, there are inconsistencies, mm. sure. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, he didn't that even one know. I mean, he might have... How did he know he was going to go on to write 15, 20 books? He could have just written this. This could have been... Uh, this was originally a trilogy. I mean, it's originally a, a book, right? No, well... He could have... He could have no, no, he, no. So, this one could so, have bombed. No, so when he signed up with Tor... Originally, he was like, "I'm gonna, I've got this story. I'm gonna write it as a trilogy." Oh yeah. The guy who signed him on, yeah, said, "I know you have a tendency to go long." Yeah. So they originally signed it up for six. They go. Yeah. He's Rob, 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 Robbie was like, "Yeah, I've got a trilogy." He's like, "No, you don't. I'll sign you for six books." Yeah. And then, you know, twelve books later. <laughs> yeah. He's like, <laughs> like, "I'm not quite there yet." <laughs> Yeah, I've got a bit more. Yeah, bit so more. Um, Robert Jordan, uh, he wrote Conan before this. Oh yeah, he wrote Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, yeah. I don't the know script. if that. I don't know if Conan <laughs> is good or not. I've never read it. How many books is that? I don't know, but I thought Arnie was good in it. Yeah. Hmm. They called him when Arnie did um, Conan. Was it Conan? He did. I think it was Conan. They they called him Arnold Strong. Because they oh, couldn't, yeah. they couldn't, they couldn't spell Schwarzenegger. Well, you couldn't really say that word, right? Yeah, back then you could. No, oh, yeah, I suppose you call it dog it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they have a bit of a uh, epiphany here yeah. when they realise that they, the 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 Grinwells really enjoy their. Harping, yeah. Well, not even the harping, they're fluting yeah. and the juggling. And they're like, "How can we avoid getting trapped in our bed and getting getting raped by uh... Elsie?" Yeah, Elsie. What I love about her is her is 
she's in front of her mother and father yeah, yeah, yeah. and yet she's like so clearly thirsting yeah she's just sitting there with, with her dress pulled she's up, right? almost like strumming yeah. one out like yeah. you know like da, 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 you're gonna get this yeah. you're gonna get this yeah. you know yeah oh i've dropped my pencil yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, mistress grinwell is like uh she suddenly paused in her sewing raised an eyebrow at her daughter, then gave Rand a long, appraising look. Yeah. He's like, actually, yeah, I would too. Yeah. She's like, yeah. If he plays the cards right. I mean, he plays that flute yeah. very well. Yeah. Mm. His finger movements, very supple. Yeah. Yep, good dexterity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's tall. Yeah, yeah. So that's what all the girls want. Well, I mean, you've got to think that if a guy's tall, yeah, right, he can't have a little dick because that would just look stupid. Right? Um, Stephen Merchant would like a word. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have not seen Stephen Merchant naked. No, but I've listened to enough of the old XFM podcasts yeah. to know that Stephen Merchant feels he was very shortchanged in uh, that department. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well. Maybe Rand is Stephen Merchant then. Yeah. I'd also like to point out that Andrew is the tallest of us. Yeah. You know so, what they say? Yeah. Big shoes. Big feet. Big socks. Yeah. And probably clumsy. Yeah. Am I the tallest out of us? Yeah. How tall are you, Mike? This tall. This tall. 5'10". Uh, 5'10". Mm. What's that in American? Uh, it's 15 Big Macs. 15 Big Macs. Yeah. And how tall are you? Uh, seven big bags. Seven bags. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm three barrels of oil. <laughs> what? <laughs> and an AK-47. And an AK-47. Oh, no. We can't say AK-47. That's yeah. Ruskies. Yeah. I'm 36 freedoms. Yeah. <laughs> I'm two school shootings and a... <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. It's a low blow, man. Yeah. A low blow. <clears throat> what did you think of the names of the songs he played? Because I know you liked these last time they were brought up. Yeah, it's getting old now. Is, is it the wind <laughs> that shakes the willow? I, th I yeah. feel like we've we've heard that one. Uh, Three girls in the meadow. Yep. Oh, I mean, what's that about? <sighs> well, I think he played that one specifically for Elsie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'd like to. I'd, I'd I'd like to know what your thoughts are of how three girls in a meadow sounds um do you think it's like do you think it's like your old time whimsical you know um what's that thing you 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 guys do down south where you dance around a pole oh mayday may may dance maypole dancing maypole yeah, yeah is it maypole yeah it is yeah. called a maypole yeah yeah, yeah on mayday where it's like some around. stuff you'd hear at a renaissance fair like yeah 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 like that yeah or is it like this is not going to shock you when i say this but i have never been to a mayday maypole oh, yeah. dancing no no you haven't done the whole what is it with the white suits and the the bells on the feet. That's Morris dancing. Morris dancing. Yes, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, that's a different thing entirely. Is it? Yes. All these, all these weird southern things. Yeah. I know. I don't understand where Morris dancing comes from, but um, 
I think it's some pagan ritual, right? Yeah, they blackface for it. And yeah. they stopped doing that now. Yeah. Even though it has absolutely nothing to do with Yeah, you think black like skin. In, the, in, 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 in like pagan times. Because it was, yeah, it's, it's like hundreds and hundreds of yeah. years old tradition. Yeah. They hadn't even seen a black person. No, they didn't even know they existed. Yeah. yeah. But there was one, because I've seen Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. There was one. Morgan Freeman. Oh, uh, yeah. Was it Morgan Freeman? Probably. That's probably racist, because it probably wasn't Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's in everything. Probably Lawrence Fishburne or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Morgan Freeman's in everything. It's a safe bet. <laughs> it's a safe bet, I would say. <clears throat> what do you think of Morgan Freeman playing God in everything? I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I I vote for that. Yeah. Absolutely. So Morgan Freeman or Alanis Morissette, who's the perfect god? Or Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't even Alanis know. Alanis Morissette. D- d- oh, uh, she does that. Dogma. dogma. Oh. What? Is she in Dogma? She's god in Dogma, right? Oh, is that Alanis Morissette? I'm pretty sure. Unless I'm making a right fool of myself. No, I mean, I have no idea. Mm. The only thing I remember from Dogma is um, George Carlin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a good movie. I'll give it that. Yeah, Dogma was pretty good, actually. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen that movie in ages. That, that, that has, has that, there's a line from Dogma which is, is in my lexicon, which is that you cannot be anally retentive if you do not have an anus. And mm. I, I, you know, I use that all the time. In, yeah. In, as as one of those references that I just throw out in my everyday speech. Yeah. And I, I don't even to, to everybody to everybody, right? Yeah. And yeah. parking wardens. Parking, yeah. Like people at the supermarket. Yeah. 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 And the, and I get some weird looks for that one. I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> but then you but know it's true. But then you know they've never seen Dogma, so you, then yeah. you can feel better than them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the other ninety percent of my lexicon is Simpsons quotes. So yeah, that that is one hundred percent true. Yeah. Mm. So okay, they don't fuck Elsie. They do not. Um, they, they do Mistress stay Grinwall. up all night playing playing the flute, <clears throat> playing each other's flute, um, yeah. juggling their balls. Um, <laughs> Mistress Grinwall is like, how about they don't sleep in the barn? Um, they can sleep in Elsie's room and she will sleep with me. Yeah. And Elsie's like grimacing. God damn it. She saves him. Yeah. And then um, Rand's like, thank you. God, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And she gives him like a nod. Um, and she knew very well that his thanks were for more than her advice or even supper and a warm bed. She she knows what kind of a, a man eater yeah. Elsie yeah, is, right? Yeah. Like she's she's Death. got the shackles and stuff in her room. She's Death gonna chain by her snoo, up. Snoo. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one dangerous girl, man. And then Matt was like taking the piss out of him the whole next day. Yeah. Oh, you could have got some clunge, yeah. oh, you loser. <laughs> yeah. Look at you getting at, laid. Yeah. Woman fucker. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I just, just play with my dagger. Yeah. Yeah. By myself. Bats schlucks his dagger out of his ass. Uh. Anyway. 
So then they hit their stride a little bit, eh? Um, playing in um, inns. Yeah. And then getting um, taken on the back of farmers' carts the next day to the next village. Yeah. And it seems like, um, it seems like they're doing, doing well yeah. for themselves. Yeah. They, Until uh, uh, the four kings, Thom which will be next week. But in some or way, in two days, in some way, Thom is still with them, right? Uh, he's. St you mean he, like he's in still spirit, protecting them? In, he's he's in protecting spirit. them still because they've learned from him. Yeah, skills that he taught them on that boat. Uh, they they're using to protect them, right? I mean, it just annoys me, like how. Uh, As you said at the beginning of this chapter, idiotic they are, that it took them. Sleeping in the mud yeah. for like what a week, maybe several days at least before they went. Hang on a minute. Yeah, Gleeman in the pub earn the food. We've been taught all the skills. Ah, oh, let's just sleep in the mud. Yeah. Like, as you say, you know. Yeah. They're idiots on their own. They're they're, they're fucking idiots. But with. With the help of others, yeah, even beyond the grave, yeah, they are slightly better off. They just about keep their heads above water until the next chapter. Yeah, dun dun dun. dun. So, closing thoughts. Um, should have got some clunge. You re you reckon he should have gone for it? He should have gone for it. He mate. should have gone. He should have gone under. Master I mean, Grinwell's own roof that he was giving them, his warmth, protection, food, I mean, these work. Guys, they, yeah, okay, why did you leave the two rivers? Why did you leave Eamon's Field? For unless, unless you were going to have some adventures, right? Yeah, true. And they're not going to, but they're not going to throw caution to the wind at all, right? They're just like, oh, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to risk getting chased out of there. Barn with yeah. a pitchfork. Yeah. Take some risk, mate. You can go Get for some it. plunge. Live life while you can. You're only young once, right? He's gonna be. He's gonna be like fifty. Maybe he's a dragon or some shit. But he's gonna be like, oh, I could have fucked that bitch. Yeah. I didn't. I missed it. Mate, this is life advice. Yeah. This is life. Everyone listening is gonna be like writing notes. Going, yeah. You know what? Like next time I have the opportunity to get some plunge from a farmer's daughter. Yeah. I'm going for it. Do it. Do it. Do yeah. it. You might get stabbed. But it's worth Pitchfork's it. Pitchfork's got really thin bits yeah. on them, like right? How like, many... They're not going to hit a vital organ, probably. Probably. Yeah, mostly not. Even if they yeah. hit it, probably just hit it a little yeah. bit. Scraping. Yeah. Moraine will catch up to you soon. She can heal you. Yeah, but you'll always have the memory of clunge. Yeah. That doesn't leave you. <laughs> yeah, that stays with you. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll need it when you're rolling around in a wheelchair yeah. from being paralyzed by being stabbed in the back by a farmer's pitchfork. Or, you know, ballsy man turns you into fire from the inside out, right? You know what? Like, actually, you're... I'm with you on this. Yeah. If I thought that ballsy man was going to burn me to a crisp yeah. or do some BDSM stuff the, in my or, dreams... Or the Tarvalon witches are going to... Yeah. Turn you into a frog or whatever, right? Yeah. Live life. Live life. Yeah. Take the clunge. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck his wife as well. <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, he's got nine kids. How many daughters has he got? <laughs> yeah. 
Got to be more than one, right? Yeah. And the, and the wife was the wife's you know she's on your side. Yeah. You know, she knows what's going on. She yeah she mends she mends your clothes. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think we'll end on that. That yeah. that, that 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 I mean that's inspirational life yeah. advice. Yeah. So we can't top that. Yeah. So I think that's a good place to finish. So don't forget to like, subscribe. Yeah. If you fucked a farmer's wife, comment below. Yeah. Or a farmer's daughter, sorry, or both at the same time. Yep. Yeah, we, we want to know. We want to know. Oh, if you're the farmer's daughter? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you took man, Rand, and Matt? <laughs> same time? Yeah, if you... Just tell us you, the story. If, if you... Um, we'll only masturbate to it twice. <laughs> Three times. Yeah. We won't. No, no promises for Mike, eh? No. All right. <laughs>